What's up, Wizards fans and NBA nerds? My name is Bryce Haas, and you're listening to the Wizards Hoops Analyst Podcast on the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, a podcast giving you game-by-game breakdowns of everything Wizards. Hoopheads Nation, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Wizards Hoops Analyst. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Knock If You Buck, 305 Culture, Spanning the Spurs, Hashtag Lakers, Motor City Hoops, X's and O's NBA Breakdown, LA Hoops, Cavalier Central, At the Buzzer, and Lakers Fast Break. Plus our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, Bleachers and Boards, The Green Light, and Courtside Culture. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey, hoopheads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com slash team pricing to learn more. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com. Yeah, that was pretty much the same story as last game for the Wizards. Um, just a really, really bad offensive outing without um, Bradley Beal again for another night. Um, kind of what you would expect out of this game. Um, the Wizards just lost the Mavericks 109-87. to um, Coming into this game, the Mavericks were 26-21. and They pushed the record to 27-21. and um, The Wizards were 17-30. and um, Now they are 17-31 and on the season. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously that's not a great record. Um, just an ugly game to watch all around. Um, so just to go over some of the, or I'll go over some of the Maverick stats coming into this game. Um, so their team stats coming into this game were pulling up super quick. Um, so their offense was ninth in the league with an offensive rating of 115.2. Um, and their defense was 24th in the league with a defensive rating of 113.7. Um, but yeah, during this game, yeah. I guess it wasn't their defense that looked good, and more so just the Wizards' offense just looking so bad. Um, but the Wizards just weren't able to do anything um, in this game. Um, and so I'll, I'll talk about like the guys that were injured first. Um, Bradley Beal um, has been hurt. He was hurt again with that hip contusion. Um, Ruat Jamora, I think, had like shoulder soreness or something. Um, and Ish Smith came back, which um, I actually don't think it's a helpful thing. Um, on the Mavericks side, um, Porzingis, Maxi Kleba, and Josh Richardson were hurt. Um, those are all three giant, huge dudes. Like, uh, not, like, not physically giant, but like just so key to what they do on both ends of the floor. Um, the fact that they didn't have those three guys, they, they were missing someone else. I don't remember who. Um, I got to think. I, gotta rack my, I know they're missing, they're missing Willie Colley-Stein. Um, I think they're missing one more guy. Um, hmm, yeah, I don't know. It'll come to me eventually. But um, to be missing those guys, like Richardson, Kleba, and Porzingis are all starters pretty much. Or um, like sometimes like they they bring Kleba off the bench a lot. Um, but he's a closer. Those three guys are closers. Those are three of their 
probably five best players um and those are those three guys are all like good defensive players like to be missing those three guys and to just beat a team by 22 points like that is insane um obviously like i will say that luka Doncic is just absolutely he's just so like such a next level player um that like yeah i'll I'll get into all this later um i'm kind of jumping the gun here but um just to go over the overview and four factors type of stuff um last game against the pistons the wizards offense was in the second percentile um tonight it was in the sixth percentile um so a little bit better i guess you could say um but their offense rating was 92.6 which is absolutely awful um Dallas Mavericks offense rating was 113.7, which is slightly above average. Um, the Wizards effective field percentage was 43.6, and the Mavericks was 50. Um, the Wizards turnover rate was 14.9, and the Mavericks was 8.4. Um, the Mavericks, or both their offense rebound rates were actually the exact same, um, and the free throw rate um, favored the Mavericks by about 7.1%. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it was basically a story of the Wizards just not being able to play offense without Bradley Beal. Oh, also Bertans came back. I forgot to mention that. Um... But yeah, so just <laughs> yeah, and just to go over some of the box store stuff, um, I'll start with the Wizards. Um, not the greatest Westbrook night again, um, but at, like I'll talk about it again. Um, like I talked about last time, that it's not really entirely his fault. Um, he had 26 points on 27 shooting possessions. Um, he had five assists and 14 rebounds, uh, minus 19 in 37 minutes of play. Um, Alex Len had zero points in thir- 13 minutes. Um, Danny Avdia had nine points on 11 and a half shooting possessions in 19 minutes or minus 19, 39 minutes, which is what? Like, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, Garrison Matthews had no points. He was over four um, from the three point line, but at least he's a threat to shoot out there. Um, and Bertans had 11 points on three for eight from the three point line in his first game back in a while. Um, I guess the next guy I have to talk about is um, Neto actually played pretty well off the bench and so did Robin Lopez. Like those two guys actually had really, really solid games. Um, Neto had 16 points and um, Robin Lopez had 18 points. I'll talk about um, a little more into that in a second. Um, Ishmith came back at five points on seven shooting possessions. Um, yeah, it was not good. Oh, we also got some Cassius Winston minutes, which is always a great thing to see. But Cassius Winston minutes, they came with Ishmith also in the lineup. So Cassius Winston didn't even really, really get to handle the ball and pick and roll, which is something that I actually enjoy watching. Um, so that kind of sucked. Um, just going over the Mavericks side, um, Luka Doncic didn't shoot the ball well from three, but still had 26 points, was plus 14 in 32 minutes. Uh, he only played 32 minutes. That's insane. Um, so 26 points, um, six assists, eight rebounds. Um, and he just absolutely just dominated this game. Um, he was ridiculous. Um, Nicola Melli had 10 points, Dorian Finney-Smith at 11, um, Hardaway had 16, and Boban Marjanovic, um, always a treat to watch him play. Um, you know, he's just, he's kind of a funky player, um, just because he's like 7'4", he doesn't have like great feet, doesn't have great hands, doesn't have great touch, but like, he's fun to watch just because like, everyone knows him as like such a character, um, but he had 15 points, 12 rebounds, um, he played 24 minutes, um, it kind of sucks watching Dwight Powell now, because he used to be like, last year, he was like, just so good as a role man, um, so good in that pick and roll with Luka Doncic, and now he's kind of just like, because he, he tore his Achilles last year. He came back really, really quickly, actually, like in nine months, which is like insane. Um, but he's just not the same player that he was last year. And I don't know, it's it's kind of sad to watch. Um, but also Jalen Brunson, um, he looked really, really good tonight. He had 19 points on um, 15 shooting possessions. Um, he was really good finishing on the rim um, as all. <laughs> it seems like most Villanova guys are. It's kind of crazy. Um, but yeah, just, just to talk about the Wizards side, um, just general overview of their offense. It was ugly. Um, just, it just looks like there's like no theory out there. 
Um, just like a ton of Westbrook dribbling around and like trying to find something and not being able to find anything because there's no spacing. Um, not enough player movement, not enough um, creative play calling going on. And like, I guess it's kind of tough to kind of do that kind of stuff when you have Bertans just coming back. Um, you don't really have guys that really, really mesh together, um, theoretically, in a lineup together. Um, like, like what's the offensive theory when you have like Hutchinson and Abdia and Len and Westbrook out there? Um, and then like Ish Smith, I guess, so to speak. Like, then you have like no shooting. Um, you grab guys that can cut, but like guys are already just sucked into the paint already because like no one's a threat to shoot. So then when you cut, you already have someone helping. It's like, like, what's the theory? Like, what could you even possibly do with these guys? Um, and then, like, you get to a point where, like, Westbrook has to have the ball in his hands because he's the only real creator of offense on the floor. Um, but then, like, even if Westbrook doesn't have the ball, like, what's he going to do? He can't shoot. And then, But then, like, who else is going to create when Westbrook doesn't have the ball? It's like, eventually the offense just kind of defaulted to, like, Westbrook pick and rolls. Um, Westbrook just trying to create his own shot. Or um, just post, like, straight post-ups with Robin Lopez or straight post-ups with Russell, West, Russell Westbrook and it was just really ugly. Um, there's no way that Mavericks team, who's already not good at defense, without three of their probably, like, so the best defensive player, um, like, or guess, so just looking at the defense, like, the three best defensive players by far are Josh Richardson, Maxi Kleba, and Dorian Finney-Smith. Um, Finney-Smith did a good job in this game, like, but then the next tier down from that is, like, Porzingis um, and Tim Hardaway Jr., um, and then the next tier down from that is, like, who? Like, Jalen Brunson? Um, I guess, like, not even Dwight Powell at this point, but, like, they have like who 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 on this team should have been playing good defense on um, like just like Finney Smith is a good defender Tim Hardaway is like a probably above average defender but like besides that like no one who got playing time in this game is like a, like I guess Brunson is fun, like solid at guarding guards um but like Brunson isn't like some menace and help so like there's no way the Wizards should have only scored 87 points like you gotta if you're Scott Brooks you gotta at least come up with something especially if you have like if you have shooters like Bretons and Garrison Matthews like why didn't they default to some of those like ghost screens that they love to run why wasn't there more down screens why wasn't there more like those guys screening for each other why wasn't there more screening screen react like it just it just wasn't creative enough um it wasn't thoughtful enough there, there just wasn't enough going on like Westbrook posting up like it's it's not an advantage matchup like Westbrook unless he has like Trey Burke, like if Westbrook has Trey Burke on him, then like that's a good, that, it's a good move to go to a Westbrook post up. If he has like Jalen Brunson on him, like maybe I guess, but Brunson's like pretty strong, right? Um, so like besides like those two guys, like who should Westbrook really, really be posting up on the team? Like they defaulted to a lot of Westbrook post ups against Tim Hardaway Jr. I don't think that's a good matchup. Tim Hardaway Jr. is bigger than Westbrook. He's pretty strong. Like he he can defend. Um, so I don't really understand that. Like Westbrook post up Josh Green a couple times. Like Josh Green's big. Um, he's six six. He has a good wingspan. Like. I don't, I don't really understand that one either. Um, and then even when Westbrook did post up, they would just bring doubles um, or at least like have help like like stunt the post and stuff like that because like who is one pass away that they're worried about um, shooting the ball? It's usually like Avdia. Like they're not worried about Avdia shooting the ball. So they can just do whatever they want. They can stunt, they can double. Um, it just opens up so many options for the defense. It gives them such like a high level of optionality. Like, and it's so easy for them to just throw anything at you um, when they don't have to worry about the spacing or the shooting. Um, and that just kills offense. But also just like it, the things that I really think is just poor, um, poor play calling, poor coaching um, offensively, and then just like poor spacing, um, just not good enough players out there to actually run a, a coherent offense. Um, but it's possible to do better than what the Wizards did, like the sixth percentile, like really. Um I will say also, um, in defense of the Wizards, they shot five of twenty-five from three and twelve of 
or 12-15 on the line is fine, um, but 5 of 25 from 3 is probably below what you'd expect even with this lineup out there. Like, Bertans was 3 for 8, um, which is good, but like Matthew shooting over 4 is below what you'd expect. Obvia shooting over 4 is a little bit lower than you'd expect. Westbrook shooting over 3 is a little bit lower than you'd expect. Um, but even if, like, these guys shot at their expected levels, like Matthews would make 1 or 2, um, Obvia would make 1, and Westbrook would make 1. Um, so then you're only adding 4, um to your total and then all of a sudden you're nine for 26 so i guess four threes is 12 points so that does make a big difference um in terms of your expected value um but yeah i don't know like it was just so ugly um also like chandler hutchinson like he did not look good at all tonight um with the ball in his hands like it was just bad uh he had three turnovers like didn't really do anything in terms of making high level reads um his handle is like he can dribble a little like his handle's like loose though like he's the handle's too loose. He's not a good enough shooter. He's not a very good finisher on the rim. He's not very crafty. Um, doesn't have like really great footwork. Um, where I think Hutchinson really excels off the ball as a cutter. Um, but when he's off the ball, he's not really a good shooter. Um, so it's kind of like like what are you kind of doing with this guy if he's not a good shooter? But like his best offensive skill is cutting. Um, it's kind of tough um, to play that guy, especially when he's like wing size, like six six, like Hutchinson is. Um, and like he, the thing that gets talked about a lot with him is his defense, like. I think he's a solid defender. I don't think he's like some like great defender though. Like he's he can get around screens. He's he has some size. Um, he's like has decent lateral quickness, but it's not like he's not like a like he makes a lot of mistakes out there. He's not a very good help guy. Um, he's not like making vertical plays at the rim. Like I don't really understand what he really really brings to this team besides cutting and some on ball defense and some ability to get around a screen. Um, I don't think he's a rotation level NBA player. Um, he only played 20 minutes in this game. His minutes um, load has been going down and down and down, um, which I think is personally a good thing. Um, and then as more guys come back, I would expect him to not really be that much in the rotation. Um, so I have to talk about Ishmith. Um, Ishmith is a disaster. Like Ishmith was not good at all um, before his injury. Um, he's still not good at all. Um, he was minus 17 in this game in 23 minutes. Um, just looking at the other bench guys, because um, that's that's crazy um, that he's that low. Like Neto was um, minus three in 32 minutes. Um, Lopez was um, just he was even. He was uh, plus minus of zero in 32 minutes. Um, like how is this one other bench guy who's playing a lot of minutes with these other two guys so low? Um, it doesn't really make sense. Um, I guess he's like, I don't know. Um, I don't understand. Like Ishmith, Ishmith can't shoot. Um, he's a fine passer, but he's not making high level reads. Um, he can't do anything and help defensively. He's not that good of an on ball defender. Um, like he can create a little bit, but he's not like a high level enough creator that you want the ball in his hands all the time. He's pointless. Like he not, I don't want to trash your Smith, but he's like, he's a third point guard. Like that's what his role should be in the NBA. That's what he is. He's a third point guard. Like he should not be getting 23 minutes in a game. Like he just shouldn't. He's not good enough. Um, he's not helpful enough to a team. He doesn't help winning basketball games. There's no, there's, there's no reason. Like there's, I don't understand at all. Like I'd rather, much rather have the ball in Howell Neto's hands than Ish Smith's hands. Um, it, the theory makes no sense behind like why he's getting so many minutes to me. Um, it's, it's just mind-boggling to me. Um, he took so many. Like he was taking like mid-range pull-ups over. Like he was like trying to like mash around the rim and like do a pull-up over like Marjanovic. Like what are you thinking? Like. And like one of his made shots, like was like this ridiculous step back three that no way should have gone in, um, in like a normal circumstance. Um, so it's just it's so frustrating watching Scott Brooks play Ish Smith so much and playing Ish Smith next to Russell Westbrook is probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Like if Westbrook's on the floor, um, and Bradley Beal's not on the floor, Westbrook needs the ball in his hands. Um, that's how the Wizards like he's going to be the one that's driving offense. I'm fine with that. Um, that's probably the most efficient way for the Wizards to drive offense when Bradley Beal's not on the floor is to give the ball to Westbrook as much as possible. Um. 
but having Westbrook paired next to Ish Smith, if you want to give the ball Westbrook or the ball <laughs> the ball to Westbrook every single play, then Ish Smith doesn't need to be out there. He's not giving you anything. His best skill, his core competency is on the ball creation, which I don't think he's that competent at in the first place. Um, but if he's not, if he doesn't have the ball, he shouldn't be out there. Um, same thing with like him and Neto. I'd rather have Neto on the ball than Ish Smith. So if Neto's in the game, Ish Smith doesn't have to be in the game. And then when you look at I don't think Ishmael should be in the game when Neto's in. I don't think Ishmael should be in the game when Westbrook is in. I don't think Ishmael should be in the game when Beal's in. So basically, I don't think he should ever be in, um, is what I'm saying. Um, and uh, I think that's <laughs> that's just exactly what I think. Um, yeah, that's, that's enough of my Ishmael um, talk. Um, do I want to talk about Avdia? Um, I guess. Um, Avdia played 39 minutes, didn't really do anything. Um, the thing about Avdia is that like he needs to just work on a shot. Like, he's just, like, I think that his, to me, like, I I like him. I think he's interesting as a secondary creator, um, just attacking a closeout or just, like, making a decision. Um, I, I wish the Wizards were using him more as a screener, which they did in this game, actually. I really like that. But they'd use him more of a screen and pop guy just to get Luka Doncic switched onto Russell Westbrook, um, which I actually thought was good. Um, I'd, I'd rather have Russell Westbrook working against Luka Doncic than, like, what, whoever else... Um, they had as the initial like on ball defender like um Tim Hardaway Jr. um or even like Jalen Brunson like I'd rather I like that matchup with Luka Doncic on Westbrook um but again like Westbrook can't really just use his blow by speed to get by Doncic because um first of all Doncic is backing so far up daring Westbrook to shoot because Westbrook can't shoot but second of all because there's no spacing um like the the strong side corner can help off, help off, but a lot of times they weren't. Um, they're just bringing tons of help from the weak side um like generally both guys from the weak side are pulling over um like towards the, like all the way inside the paint um getting a foot or two inside the paint um when Westbrook was like touched the ball um beat on with a switch on a Doncic because they knew they could um yeah that it just didn't really generate anything but I'd rather see I'd like to see Avdia used as like a short roll guy like I'd like to see him like do that like attack the attack the switch with the slip um use Avdia in the short roll um have him make plays I think that could be interesting um because I do think that Avdia is a decent um secondary creator um and Avdia's defense just isn't very good yet um I don't know if his lateral quickness is ever going to get there for him to be like a good defender. Um, but we'll kind of see. He's still like, you know, 19, 20 years old. Um, yeah, the other thing I want to talk about, uh, I want to see how far I am into this. 16 minutes? Okay. So the other thing I want to talk about is the Wizards' defensive scheme coming into this game. Um, so obviously, Luka Doncic um, is one of the three best passers on earth. Um, you have like LeBron, Jokic, and then Luka. Um, I'd probably say Luka's... I don't know. I guess a third, like LeBron, I think is first, um, and then I guess Jokic two and Doncic three or Doncic. I don't know. You can interchange Luca and um, Jokic, but I think um, Luca is definitely, obviously, like he's probably the best ball handler in the pick and roll in the whole entire league, um, in my opinion. I'm trying to think of like who else like would even be up there, just because his combination of size and passing. Like I guess LeBron maybe, um, because LeBron like handling in the pick and roll, he's also just such a downhill threat. Um, but like after that, I guess is I would say Luka Doncic. Um, but I guess as a creator, you could argue that Luka is should be at the top. He's just such an insane passer. Um, like <laughs> the stuff he did in this game was unbelievable. Um, the fact that he only got six assists is not really indicative of how insane he was at as a passer in this game. Like it was it was just unbelievable to watch um he like <laughs> him on the ball is um so I, I don't know where i'm going with this but i'll say that um the wizards were trying to guard luca pick and roll um with they had um whoever was guarding him initially which a lot of times was obdia sometimes it was hutchison um like sometimes it was like Bretons, but that was just based off like switches and stuff like that um but that was awful um whenever that happened that was like just give them two points already um but 
Yeah, so they would have the guy guarding um, Luka Doncic go over the screen um, and then chase him. Um, and then they'd have the big drop um, because um, they're saying screens like Boban, um, which like, I'm, it's, I'm disappointed I didn't get to see Porzingis because I'm just so curious as how the Wizards would have guarded that pick and pop. Um, but so they, they drop. But what you do against Luka dropping is that he just walk, he could just walk all the way to the rim um, and he could finish at the rim. He can shoot a floater or he can draw a crowd, like draw some attention or force the help from the helper because the guards aren't that good at like, especially Abdia is not really that good yet at getting over screens and then getting back into the play right away, um, like in pursuit. Um, so what they could do really easily is get Luca into the teeth of, de- of the defense. And he's so good at making that like kickout pass to the weak side corner um, that he had that option um, just basically whenever he wanted um, or he could just um, go up like he is so good at like stopping on it. Like obviously that, that deceleration move, but also like, just, you know, kind of sneaking up under the defender's arm um, to get the layup or also just shooting that floater um, or just using his pivot foot to like create a shot. Um, even when he picks up his dribble or using that pivot foot to create a pass. Um, he's just so insane at reading the like reading the um, secondary pick and roll coverage. Um, it was ridiculous to watch. Like he just carved up the Wizards the whole entire game using like because if you you're, you're just asking for it like if you're playing a drop against Luka Doncic you're asking for him to absolutely destroy your defense because you were just letting him walk into the paint where he's just an insane passer he's a good finisher he can just do anything he wants if you're letting him do that um and that's exactly what he did he just he's the reason like he he is the reason that they played so well um he single handedly just dominated that Wizards defense it was. Honestly, like it was a treat to watch. Um, if we're being honest, like in the fourth quarter, eventually the Wizards tried to um, come to the level of the screen, like finally. Um, but yeah, like at that point, the game was already over. Um, I thought that coverage was a little more successful. Um, I also want to talk about like so I talk about all the time about how the Wizards should run way more stack action. I mean, the Mavericks literally run stack action like almost every single play. Like it's ridiculous. Um, stack is when um, so the person who's setting the initial ball screen is. Um, yeah, so the person who's setting an initial ball screen um, comes and sets the screen, um, but then um, someone like who's a guard, who's a shooter, will set a back screen for the person who just set a ball screen. So the, the big who just set the ball screen rolls to the basket, and then the guard who just set the back screen pops out. Um, so then Luka Doncic is going downhill. Um, he has two options. He has a pop guy or he has a roll guy, and he's so good at reading what to do. Um, a lot of times the drive was open. He was just like, you know, again, walking in the teeth of the defense because um, at that point, you did you were still playing drop um so you know the stack action wasn't as effective as like doing creating a back screen situation um but like Doncic, that action was so effective at giving him another option of the guy who was popping out to the top of the key three-point line um and you know they they killed the wizard on that action there was no answer for that um the answer should be just like stick with your um play your drop and then just stick with the guy who's setting the back screen because like he's not really even setting a screen on anyone um but the wizards couldn't really figured that out um and it wasn't great um for the woods perspective from my perspective just as a really big fan of basketball like it was beautiful to watch um but yeah like the mavericks offense wasn't even like super super efficient in this game um they're only 10 to 30 from three on a lot of really quality looks um i also want to talk about brunson like he is a really good shot creator um i wish he was a better playmaker in the pick and roll because then i think that would make him like like i think he's a real i think he's a really good backup point guard but i think that would make him like an elite backup point guard if he could really really play make out of the pick and roll which i think is probably his biggest weakness as a point like he's fine at it but like he's not really like you know next level at it um but his finishing at the rim um was pretty pretty impressive in this game um he was attacking like alex line robin lopez a lot and like actually like legitimately finishing around the rim um for someone of his size he's like what six one 
Um, that was impressive to me. Um, yeah, I guess I, I, I do want to go over some of the... I'll go over some of the shot chart stuff. Um, so room frequency, um, the Wizards actually were higher than the um, Mavericks by a significant amount. Um, and the Wizards shot about as many threes as the Mavericks. The Mavericks were just ridiculous from short mid situation, um, 53.3%, um, when the Wizards were at 33.3% in that short mid area. Um, the Mavericks actually didn't finish at the rim very well, um, but they also got to the free throw line um, way more than the Wizards. The Mavericks scored, uh, let's see, 19 and 24 at the free throw line, and the Wizards were 12 and 15. Um, but just getting there nine more times obviously does make a huge difference um, in the basketball game. Yeah, we're 22 minutes in, um, so I'll, I'll um, wrap this up super quick. Um, just by going over my notes, um, the first play of the game, the Wizards ran a, or the Mavericks ran a stack action, um, and it was just a, like Luka Doncic one-on-one downhill with the Wizards, which was not an uh, advantage for the Wizards. Um, and that, that was basically the story of the whole game, just Luka Doncic one-on-one with the big um, you know, playmaking, which I already talked about a lot. Um, it's a good thing it's just back and missing... <laughs> um, Missing mid-range pull-ups. Um, yeah, that was sarcastic, if you can tell. Uh, I wrote in the first quarter, it's just actively hurting the team, and I'm not happy at all he's back. <laughs> that was some of my frustration letting out on my game notes. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, Mavericks. Um, I thought it was pretty weird that they're doubling in the post, but like, I, I guess I kind of get it because like, are you more worried about a Westbrook post-up or are you more worried about an Obdia slightly contested three? Um, so I guess if you kind of make that calculation, it makes sense. But a couple of times it did miscommunicate and give Westbrook like pretty good passing um, lanes, like pretty good. Uh, he would drop it down to the big um, who is generally Lopez um, and he would just have a layup um, that happened, I think, twice. Uh, at one point in the second quarter, I wrote Lopez is the only sorts of um, offense right now. There's no spacing, no shooting and the only offense that the Wizards could possibly go to is dumping it down him in the post and letting him work. Um, and that's pretty funny. Like, you know, your offense isn't that great when your best option is Robin Lopez posting up. Um Wizards are hunting Doncic. Uh, I talked about that. Um, Mavs runs. Yeah, I talked about that. Um, first play of the second half, um, Mavs ran this like false action um, to get eventually into their stack, um, and they got a wide open three out of that. Um, and you know they they're pretty creative with that stack action. I gotta say, like it, I don't know. I, I wish the Wizards did that more or just did that at all. Basically, um, I wrote in my notes in the third quarter. Luca is absolutely insane. Um, I also remember when Luca picks up a dribble ten feet from the rim, um, he's still a threat. He's so good at his on his pivot foot creating a shot. Um, the broadcast called it travel a couple times. I don't think it was. Um, also, like if they're not calling it, like it, it's whatever. Um, oh, the Mavs ran a couple ghost flare. I love the ghost flare action, um, especially with Luka Doncic as the ball handler. Um, they ran that a couple times um, with. Um, What's his face? Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, coming off the of flare. Um, he got a couple of wide open looks. It looked really, really good. Um, oh my God. Brooks, Scott Brooks played that lineup with Russell Westbrook, Ish Smith, and Howard Neto, and it was terrible. Um, Doncic is destroying the drop. Talked about that. Um, oh, the, when the Wiz finally adjusted, um, the Mavericks just went to like, they would just get. Um, Breton switched on to Luka before they'd come up and set the ball screen. So then it like didn't even matter that they're playing a different coverage because Luka would just absolutely cook um, Dallas Breton's like whenever. Um, and then Luka, since the six-minute mark, was out of the game and it wasn't even close. Um, so yeah, oh, I do want to mention um, Nate Hinton um, got two minutes of playing time in this game. Um, Nate Hinton, absolutely one of my favorite college players from last season. Um, 
he was so much fun to watch. Like when I was like watching some film on, on college players coming in the draft, he was definitely my favorite player to watch. He just plays so hard. I don't think he's skilled enough to make it in this league. I don't think he's ever going to be a rotation player, but just I have to shout him out on this podcast because he was by far my favorite prospect of last year. Um, not necessarily from like, I think he's going to be the, like a good player. I don't think he's ever going to be a rotation guy, um, but I'm, I'm definitely rooting for him. I hope he makes it because he plays so, so, so hard. Um, and, you know, just I love those kind of effort guys. I would just lay it all out there. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Um, next week's game is on Monday. Um, so I have a podcast coming out that night or the next day. Thank you for listening to the Wizards Hoops Analyst Podcast on the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. Please don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Hoops Wizards Pod. I'll see you next time.